Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everybody and welcome back to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I'm Ashley Keenan and this week, if well, if you listened last week to Jason Oppenheim, you'll know that this week Amanda Smith from Selling Sunset on Netflix is my guest and she was so lovely, just like Jason, they're both really sound. Um, the only thing was this week with Amanda, we had technical difficulties in the sense that um, we were trying to record uh, from LA online and it wasn't working Am- Amanda was having problems with her microphone so what I had to do was I had to open up a, a link online and record her and then I had to whatsapp call her and then record that through my laptop I was like, look look it was basically just a disaster so the audio won't be of the standards that you probably are used to um from private education but the interview is great nonetheless and um and actually I was so delighted because for the longest time for kind of all the way through the pandemic because I think I was so on and off with recording and I was leaving it you know a couple of weeks here and there between episodes the um the podcast had kind of dropped out of the charts but it went back into the charts on iTunes last week it was at like number I think it was at like number 18 in the category that it's in and then it was like maybe I think it was in the top 200 anyway in in um Ireland um on the main chart so I was delighted that it got back in and I think the the thing that spurs that on is well generally is new listens or new follows I should say so like new um subscribers on iTunes make it go up and up and up the charts um it's always on the Spotify chart as well which is great but the iTunes chart kind of I don't know why that means more I've always wondered why that means more to me but for some reason it does um, and there's a couple of new reviews up there as well so whoever left those thank you very much and if anyone is in the humor to recommend the podcast to a friend or to go and leave a review I'd be forever grateful it just helps keep the motivation going you know what I mean Um, I have another really really exciting episode um, already recorded for next week so I'll tell you more about that later but in the meantime I'll stop shiting on and I'll let you listen to my interview with the very lovely Amanda Smith from Netflix show Selling Sunset. And I'm so excited to have Amanda Smith on the line from Los Angeles. Hello, Amanda. Hi, how are you? Welcome and thank you so much for chatting, me, chatting to me today in spite of all the microphone and technical problems that we had. Um, so I just, I was kind of... Um, I was saying there, like, and I said the same to, to Jason, that Selling Sunset is massive in Ireland and everyone is talking about it. Um, h- how much has your life changed since you started on reality TV with this show? Um, I mean, to be honest, it's so strange because the way of the world right now, you know, we've all been 
especially here in, in LA, we're all, we're basically back on lockdown again after several months and we had like two weeks of freedom and now we're back, um, you know, confined within the however many walls of our homes. We can't go to restaurants. So it's been really like, it's been interesting. I've done a lot of phone and Zoom interviews and a lot of press, like from the comfort of my own living room. Mm. But it's a little bit different than I think what the cast experienced the first season because they were walking red carpets and doing, you know, press junkets out and about. People recognize them. And so, I mean, to be honest, other than just talking to people all over the world about my experience, nothing has really changed that much so far. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't been able to go anywhere, so nobody, <laughs> for me, um, as a mom, hearing people that are inspired by my story or whatever, so, I mean, I guess that's kind of changed. Mm. I have a little more pep in my step, like, I feel like I'm doing something good for the world. <laughs> yeah, and I, I noticed, I was having a look earlier on on your Instagram account, so you've got 186,000 followers now, and yet they haven't given you the blue tick, what's that about? <laughs> I don't know, you know, I actually... Um, I, because you have to, you know, you have to apply for it, and I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, maybe I know a lot of my other castmates probably have, you know, twice or three times as many followers as me because they were on the first season. Maybe, maybe they're just waiting for me to prove myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't really know. I don't know. Now that you reminded me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like light a fire and go ask again yeah. for that because. Yeah, I need I need my stamp of approval. I think because so. Because people will just make fake fights and make fake sites that say that they're you. I have a I had a Twitter account and um, it wasn't me. And then there was something else. Oh, a friend of mine sent me like a picture on like a dating app profile, and I was like, I've never been on that in my entire life. <laughs> and it was like a whole like bio and shot and everything and I'm like sorry that's it's not me not me that that has actually happened to me in the past where someone went onto my Instagram took a few pictures and put set up a whole dating profile my name was Melanie like it was very very um detailed um so can I just do you mind like is it I know you're saying you know nothing much has changed in terms of you know people recognizing you and things like that but in terms of having your personal life on a reality tv show like and being that open has that been a big change for you or would you be an, a generally quite an open person about your you know your personal life um i mean i'm generally pretty open depending on let me think i'm genuine i'm usually pretty open i have to say though when we started filming you know season two my personal life had a big you know as you see i had a big shift like I think it was two weeks into filming when, you know, the custody of my kids kind of became, you know, it was my, it was me full time and that mm -hmm. was just an unexpected thing. And so I can't say that I would have, you know, signed up probably to have cameras surrounding me at all times had I known that that was going to happen just because it was such a personal and emotional and, you know, mm -hmm. really tough situation. But mm -hmm. After the fact, I think that, you know, they did a really good job of allowing me to share as much as I wanted to. And then when time went on, share a little bit more. And I have to say, I've gotten such a good response from other single moms or people that have gone through similar situations or, um, so I guess I'm, I'm glad that I did. 
Yeah. Because I feel like it's one of those things where a lot of times when you have a platform to talk about something, maybe other people aren't so comfortable talking about or they're not as open as me. And for them to see somebody else going through it, it makes them feel supported and like, you know, they're not alone. And so I think everything happens for a reason. Not, not that that's the reason why my baby daddy disappeared, but yeah. I'm just saying like the way that it all, you know, played out, I think it's, it's the best worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, so and do your, your you've got two children and um, do your children realize that their mother is now famous or has that not really crossed their mind yet? <laughs> um, I think that it's funny because they're they're kind of starting to, you know, they haven't had, like I said, again, we've all been kind of like confined in our homes, but yeah. Um, it loosened up for a bit. And so my kids were able to go like have a few play dates with their schoolmates or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my daughter doesn't, you know, they, it didn't really hit them until like they'd be at a friend's house. And then the mom was like, Oh, wait a minute. I, and it's mostly the mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a total fan of your mom. She's like, I didn't realize. And then the, the mom will come to pick them up from my house or whatever. And then we talk for 45 minutes. In the driveway <laughs> about <selling> <laughs> but, um, but so I think they're, they kind of get it, but you know, my kids have been exposed to that. They're, you know, my ex-boyfriend was Tay Diggs and he's as big as they get. And so they kind of, you know, I'm definitely not a Tay Diggs yet. (laughs) But they, so they were from, you know, they're familiar with like people wanting to take your picture or um, being in the news and, you know, a a published, I can't talk today, a a publicity, a publicity? Yeah. Yeah. A tabloid or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They're they're like, you know, familiar with that. But, um, And in terms of your kind of work with the Oppenheim group and with all the cast, you are, I was, when Jason mentioned that you guys have been friends for a really long time and I know that you are really close friends with Mary as well. So in, in, in that way, did that kind of help your decision to say yes to joining the cast because you already knew you had support and friends there? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, if it would have just, if it had just been, you know, a group of agents that I didn't, that I wasn't, you know, so familiar with, um, and say I was just doing like their home staging or whatever. And then they did this reality show. I probably would have been like, no way. I'm not gonna, because you know, you know, you don't know, you never know what you're getting yourself into Mm -hmm. when you sign on to something like you, it's so, you can't imagine like how the experience is going to be for me. I thought I was going to come in, I've known everyone, not everyone, but I've known, you know, Jason and Mary and Brett for 20 years. And I've known a couple of the other girls in the office for, you know, several years. I knew Christine for a long time. Um, I only knew Chriselle for like a year, but so I thought, oh, I'm just, I'm going to go in and I'm a mom and like, I have no drama and it's going to be just easy peasy, like no (laughs) big deal. And then sure enough, like one of the first days of filming, I'm like, having a total like bitch fest with Heather in the office and I'm like, what is happening? So I can't imagine not having, you know, my best friends to kind of like vent to afterwards or like, mm. you know, talk to talk about whatever happened and yeah. um, be supported because at that it was like that was happening and then I had also just got my license and I didn't know crap about crap when it came to real estate. And I was yeah. trying to juggle now being a full time mom and it could it would have been really really hard had I not had um 
Jason and Mary, Jason just being a super cool boss and like, you know, being very patient with me during the transition of everything. And Mm -hmm. then Mary just being, you know, we've been best friends for 20 years. Like we've been through everything together. So when the cameras weren't rolling, it's like, if I needed to have a good cry, Mary, you know, Mary was always there for me and um from from watching the show the kind of like you you mentioned one of the big kind of storylines I guess was your argument with Heather over I think there was there was a couple of things but one of the things that jumped out at me was the part where you kind of you were saying that you weren't sure about how quickly she kind of exposed her children um sorry how quickly her ex or her boyfriend sorry exposed his children to her and how quickly she met them and you were kind of that was something that you just kind of had a bit of an issue with. So like, what is your personal feeling on that now looking back? And do you still feel the same way about, you know, when you would introduce your children to a new partner? Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think that, yes, I still, I mean, I still have the same opinion about it I think that there needs to be for me personally uh, I'll say that everyone you know marches to the beat of their own drum and not everybody's situation is the same looking back um Heather was very new in her relationship and she was very um like she had it was a hot button for her because she had you know she was defending it all the time already like okay you guys are moving too fast or whatever so she was, it was like an insecurity already, you know? And mm-hmm. then for me, it was a hot button because I had just, you know, not so long ago gone through a breakup where my kids were very, very close to my ex. And yeah. then when we broke up, it was heartbreaking for them. So I think we both just kind of like, it was like a trigger for both of us. Yeah. And what you don't see on the show, I mean, it was even, it was even more heated than, than they even edited it to be. Okay. I mean, it was worse than that, like. I had a lump in my throat. I'm sure my face was red. Like I was, I was just like, what the fudge is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Make it stop. Like make it stop. The train is like falling off the tracks. There's cameras all over. I'm like, that is, this is not how this was supposed to go down. Mm -hmm. And I tell people now, it's like, you know, Heather and I, and we've since made up and she's lovely. And her relationship is still perfectly fine. And they're going so strong. Mm -hmm. And now people look at them like, wow, relationship goals, you know, they, yeah. they're like they're, they've really figured it out. But I think, and I have said this before too, when you join the Oppenheim group, of course, we're a small boutique agency and many of us have known one another for many years in that office. And it's a small office. Like, look, our desks are right on top of each other. 
if you're talking about something in that office and you are part of the Oppenheim group, just by signing on to the brokerage, you just need to know you're going to receive unsolicited advice from at all times, <laughs> from all of us, because it's like a family. Yeah. So you can't like have a conversation with your best friend at the back of the classroom and yeah. expect for mom and man's not to chime in because like, that's just what we do. Yeah. You know, Jason gets unsolicited advice from Mary and I and all the other girls about who he goes on a date with or what, you know, <laughs> all the time. Um, and I, and you just have to have like kind of a tough skin and just get used to it because mm. that's what families do. And is there anything, um, do you think that, you know, through the, obviously I was saying to, to Jason that everything, it seems like it's just drama, 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 one thing after the other, after the other. And I, I said, you know, I know that the, the filming takes place over a longer period of time and everything is edited down to be very dramatic, obviously. And that's the nature of reality TV. But do you think, you know, from the show and from people watching the show that there's any kind of misconceptions about you that have emerged that you, you know, is there any way that you've been portrayed that you think, well, actually, I'm not like that. That's, I'm probably more this way. You know, has there been anything that has come up that you think that's not really me? Um, let me think back. Honestly, no, I, I'm, I have to say, and not to sound cocky, but like, I was really, um, not surprised, but I was really pleased with the way I was portrayed because, mm-hmm. and I've had other people that know me very well that have seen the show tell me like, you're just the same on television as yeah. you are in real life. So I, for me, I was really pleased with it. I think I'm just kind of like in person too. Like I kind of, you, what you see is what you get mm-hmm. and I'm not perfect and I don't always say the right things, but I have a heart of gold and I don't really, I don't really like drama at all. But what I realized is when you have more drama in your life than you ever realize, even if you think you're the least dramatic person, yeah. when there's cameras following you 24 seven, it's like, Oh shit. Maybe, yeah. I, yeah. maybe I said something behind that person's back. Well, in regular life, they would never know. They wouldn't have to because that's why it's called talking behind their back. Yeah. <laughs> but when you have cameras following you, like you can't get away from it. You're like, Oh crap. Yep. I just said that. Well, yeah. that, that just went in the, that just went in the <laughs> real. So I'm going to, you know, have to eat those words later or something. But yeah. I think that, you know, I'm pretty, pretty transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll see in season three, though. I do believe that I get a little more ballsy with the way I um, respond to people if they kind of throw me shade. Great. So we'll see. We'll see how that figures we'll out. But, um, I don't know. It was like Amanda was new season two, and now watch. I'll just like you're not the new girl anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I like I've never been so excited for a season three of something like I mean the the teaser that they played at the end of the last episode of season two I was I was like almost in tears because I couldn't watch season three immediately it looks like it's going to be so so good and um, I mean yeah thank you and I I'm excited to see it too because we I haven't seen it and yeah you, you film for so many months and mm. kind of forget I mean obviously I remember the the major dramatic things that happen mm-hmm. you know yeah. christine's wedding yeah shell's separation it's like but looking back i'm like oh that was a really emotional day i remember that or like so i'm interested to see um to see it too because mm. it's a there's a lot of juice in, a lot in there i'm so <laughs> yeah. i'm so excited now i just uh, just to finish up i so i did this with jason and he played along and he was a great sport i asked him to describe you in three words 
and I'm going to ask I'm going to ask you to describe him in three words so if you could think of three words to describe Jason that would be great and then I also want to know how you think he would have described you so I have them written down here so if you want to describe him in three and then we can we can circle back and find out what you think he said about you okay oh oh man I have them written down here. Yeah, three words for Jason. Okay, three words for Jason. Um, I don't know how you say this in one word, but heart of gold, like, uh, just like kind, I guess kind, that doesn't even make it sound as as good as it is, but like, he has a heart of gold, so generous, I guess, Okay. giving, loving, all all those words all combined in one. Okay. Um, Uh massively intelligent okay um and loyal okay so we you did well you got one out of three so he said (laughs) massively let me guess massively intelligent no funnily (laughs) enough no he what he said was he said loyal hardworking, and tough and then he added in at the end he kind of went above and beyond and he said he would also like to be described as brad pitt handsome (laughs) Oh my god, of course. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> um so what three words do you think that he gave me about you? Um funny. Yes, okay, good. <laughs> um nurturing. Okay. Like motherly, maybe, I don't know. Um and tough, strong. Okay, so what he said was witty which I think we can count as funny I think that's okay um he also said stylish and he also said charismatic okay wow yeah I'm not a good mom what about um J-Lo looks and (laughs) yeah I'm just you know I'm just I'm gonna get him back on the phone and I'm gonna be like Jason we're not happy here we need some more words (laughs) (laughs) so in typical me fashion I had just finished, wrapped up the chat neatly with Amanda and pressed the stop button on the record when, oh, there's somebody going by. Brilliant. Go on, jog on. They're literally jogging by. Um, Yeah, so I had just pressed stop on the record and Amanda was like, oh, and I I never mentioned, but I, I once had like a long distance kind of sexy situationship thing. I just, that's not, not how she described it, but I got the sense that it wasn't quite a relationship if you know what I mean, uh, a sort of a hookup situation um, with someone from Ireland. And she described the person as a rock star. <laughs> so of course I did some Googling and I tried to figure out who she could be talking about because look, rock stars aren't exactly 10 a penny over here. So um, at least I don't consider them to be. Um, that might be a bit cheeky of me. But yeah, so just to put some context on this little bit of audio that you're about to hear, that is what had happened just before. And like, I had to scramble then to start recording again because I was like, this is juicy. I can't let this go by. So uh, yeah, that's what this is about. You're about to hear now. I, I, was, I visited him in London, but I didn't, I didn't go to Ireland, but he's from Ireland. <laughs> oh my God, that's so juicy. I'm not going to ask you to tell me who it is. I'm because I, I know you won't, but that is so juicy. And so then it, it all just fizzled out and it was just like a whirlwind thing. 
It was, I mean, it was like, um, I just got a divorce. I have a one and two year old. I think he's like five years younger than me. And he lived in London and I lived in LA and it was just like the most unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> thing ever. It, was, it was a really fun, um, you know, fresh out of a divorce, like whirlwind kind of like, Oh, let's go to London with a rock star and like, you know, have the best week of my life and then I don't know we saw each other like three more times and it was like okay this is this is not gonna work we literally like there's an entire country and ocean between us this is probably not going to work (laughs) so that's that that's my chat with Amanda complete including the little secret bit at the end um until next week thanks so much for the support thanks so much for getting private education back into the chart and yeah i'll be back next friday i already have the episode recorded so it's a sure thing stay safe have fun goodbye deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.